ever felt small? Oh, always. Like, um, just like real tiny. Have you have you seen me? I I weigh like three pounds. I'm like eight inches tall. That's that's surprising to hear. I've actually never uh, seen you in real life uh, on account of I've never had my eyes open before. Oh, you're so like I, a baby I, kitten. Yeah, I so I I didn't know exactly. That's you know that does track though. That does explain some things. I've seen you drive, so I've got some questions. But also, yes, I do uh, feel tiny pretty regularly. There's a hole in my windshield, and I'm very good at echolocating. Anyway, we're talking about <laughs> Pikmin today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that one really caught me off guard. <laughs> um no pikmin pikmin's a game about being small um and in fact yeah. it's it's very very good at that um i there are several games in the pikmin series there's there's pikmin P- pikmin's one through four and then uh i i think there's a, a 3ds game as well hey pikmin yes hey pikmin um which i, played- I know nothing about the Pokemon Go clone that is on the cell phone. It's actually really oh, cute. Yeah. You plant little flowers as you walk yeah. around. Really yeah, that was, like that was nice. Uh, that was actually, I think my first, well, no, okay. My first exposure to Pikmin, like uh, I think a lot of other people's, especially in the US, but I think just in general, um, was in uh, Smash. Yes, I was going to say, I played as Olimar and I was like, what the heck is this little guy? Yeah, exactly. I want to say yeah, Super Smash Brothers. Brawl was his I think first so. appearance. I'm pretty right. sure he wasn't in Melee. I'm pretty sure he's on the Wii one. Yes, he was not. Hey, Google. <laughs> What's where was Olimar? Olimar. <laughs> yeah, he does say the name Olimar very weird, which I do love. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess I can. Um, I can eat my words then. He was in uh melee oh. as a trophy oh okay not so, a playable character but he yeah, was I, I never would have noticed him i yeah, only no, care I, about the I big playable characters would have had no idea um anyway that was my first time ever ever meeting olimar the first time we were introduced face to face um and then afterwards you know i heard about pikmin a little while later with pikmin bloom and that was a very delightful game about getting these little flower creatures to go off and do tasks for you in the real world, go find things and bring it back. Um, and that whole time I'm, I was thinking to myself, Oh, this, this seems like a cute game, but it's not really necessarily for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally had the opportunity well, I finally gave myself the opportunity to sit down and play the original Pikmin game on the GameCube. Oh, sick. Um, and I don't know exactly what I expected. I'd, I mean, you hear stuff about uh, Pikmin. Um, in fact, you you were telling me at one point a while ago that you'd heard it was uh, essentially Baby's first RTS game. Yes, that is that is the description I've always been given. It's it's Baby's first RTS. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, like that's that's fair. Um, it, it's not StarCraft level, but it is still like pretty in depth, and it's got like a lot of the the mechanics for an RTS. And you're you're just a, you're just a guy, and you're telling your little little smaller guys to. I mean, you're you're a pretty tiny guy, but you're also telling yeah. your much much tinier guys to like go do some stuff. And you kill the blue one or something like that. I remember seeing that in the commercials or something. Um, the blue one looks like a an an absolute nerd. Um, so I don't know much about that, but. Uh, he looks like a doofus and there are a lot of them and I love them so much. 
I um, saw a TikTok. I'm apologizing because I can't, I cannot remember the creator of any TikTok I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, Jonathan Talk. Okay, yes, it was it was Jonathan Talk. Um, He's the one who makes every TikTok. It all has but, to go uh, through him before it gets posted. Man, I just keep thinking of John Locke from uh, from Lost <laughs> or but, uh, from like philosophy. Uh, either, um, okay. but. Uh, there was a TikTok of every, in every single advertisement for every single Pikmin game. Mm-hmm. Um, the blue one has died. Like all the others yeah, are fine. Yeah, the blue yeah. one dies in yeah. every advertisement. And I think that that's very funny to me. Yeah, I remember seeing something about that. That's uh, th- th- this series has a lot of charm with, with yeah. things like that. Um, a quick summary of what the actual like game is about. Um, mm-hmm. at least in the very first one, I don't know much about any of the other, uh, the sequels or anything like that. Um, but apparently they, they remain largely the same in concept where you are, you're a little guy, your name's Olimar, you're Captain Olimar. Um, you're the captain of a spaceship, uh, that's out flying around, um, and you get hit by an asteroid and your ship breaks apart. You fall to the, the surface of a planet that you've never been to before. Um, and you are, um, you're stranded there. Um, your ship has broken apart into 30 different pieces. Um, you have a your your spacesuit survived and it's it's still on you, but you have a limited number of time that you'll be able to survive on this planet. You've got 30 days, in fact. Um, and we'll we'll circle back to that later because that's one of the the parts of this game that I don't love. And it's not because it's bad about the game, it's because it's the kind of thing that I have a hard time uh, dealing with. But you have this this time limit here. Uh, where you have to get all the, the parts of your spaceship back together and repair it uh, to to leave. Um, and to do that, you very quickly discover that there are little creatures. There's little guys all around you. Um, and you, I don't know that you really get a good feel for the size and the shape and the scale of everything in the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, but you... You 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 definitely get a feel for like you are very small in in what is otherwise a very large and like a world that's not necessarily hostile, but it's definitely not made for you. Yeah. Um, but to kind of help you out, there are these little creatures um, that you you pluck from the ground and they are apparently very suggestible or otherwise very friendly um, because you um, within minutes of landing on this planet and realizing you're in trouble. Um, you are able to amass an army of these little flower creatures um, that can go and do different tasks for you. And those are the the titular Pikmin. The picked man. The, they are the picked men. Um, I, the, there's, there's like a throwaway uh, line in the game about how they remind Olimar of his like favorite brand of pickles back on his home planet. And so he names him after those, um, <laughs> which really I thought was, was neat. I yeah. Yeah, but um, but yeah, basically what that means is the the gameplay of this game boils down to like we've been talking about. It's a it's a real time strategy game where you you as Olimar yourself can't do very much. Um, you can run around. You've got a whistle, mm-hmm. um, which is not very helpful. Um, you're just in, a little guy. Yeah, you're a little guy. You can punch. I guess that's another thing you can do if you don't have any Pikmin nearby you. Um, like but other than that, them? you kind of just walk around and gather these different Pikmin. Mm-hmm. Um, there are three different kinds. You start with red, uh, and then you discover yellow ones, and then you discover blue ones. They've all got their different strengths, their weaknesses, what they can survive, what they're good at. Um, and so you get them all together, 
and you uh, you run around with this big crowd of these little guys following behind you, and you can just kind of throw them at whatever it is that you want them to do, and they will go do it. Um, and they may not survive, but they will do their best to go do it anyway. <laughs> um, they are not very smart, no. and they they are not very hardy, um, which is why it's good that you get a lot of them and can. There are a lot of different ways to renew them. Um, the 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 sort of loop of the game is you have to go out and find all the different parts of your ship that have fallen into these different environments um mm-hmm. and you can uh throw your pikmin at them if you have enough to to pick up an object and lift it you basically take all of them and you throw it at this object um and they start like uh hefting it up and carrying it back to where you've uh landed your ship back to your little home base that you have um and they do that to either get these ship parts back to your ship um, or they can go find items or other things that they can take back to their little um, home bases, their little ships. They're called onions. They don't really look like onions. I don't don't I don't know why they're called that. Um, what kind of onion they, though? Like, um, a, like a brown or like a white or like a like a okay. red. Okay, because like because pick men are red. Some of them. They can be yellow. Are there green ones? Because I like green onions. There are. I think. Oh, I want to say in the fourth one, they introduced green ones, but they're like Ooh. ghost ones. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember them yeah. adding like some ghost Pikmin. That was, I thought that was kind of cute, actually. Yeah, the, the, the later games have added a couple different Pikmin types on, on a couple new features. Um, and the so it's tough because I, I actually I, I realized the reason I was able to sit down and actually play the first Pikmin game is I have the game on a GameCube disc sitting in my closet. Oh, wow. Um, I just never took it out and played it because I don't think I ever owned it myself. I think I got it as a uh, at a, a yard sale or something uh, and just yeah. never checked it out. Um, and the original ha- is missing a couple of, I think, kind of important quality of life features. Um, that the sequel and the remakes that came later and everything like that did end up adding in, um, mm-hmm. such as features like um, in in the original game, which is the the process I I went through. You don't get to select. You can you can get all these different types of Pikmin and gather them together, um, and uh, you you have all these different uh, colors of them that are following you. Um, but to choose a specific one, you have to be standing next to it. And that's tough when they're all grouped together following after you. So mm-hmm. what you have to do in the original game is you have to dismiss that. You have to tell them, hey, quit following me. And when they do that, they will they'll go split off into their own separate groups. And then you run around and find the group of them that you want to use and then go do your thing and then come back and get the rest of them and go wherever you're going. Mm. Um, which is a little bit uh, tedious. And the 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 AI that powers these little creatures is not very good. So they can kind of end up grouping wherever and end up in a worse spot than they were before you dismiss them. Um, and it's a little bit it's a little bit wonky sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. Pikmin 2, as, as I understand it, and the re-released versions of Pikmin 1 that have come out since then um, add the ability to just like on the menu, like in the UI, just select the kind of Pikmin that you're trying to throw. You just use okay. the control pad to to determine it. Um, and nice. it's, it's so much easier. Yeah. Um, I believe they all have improved camera controls, uh, better AI for the Pikmin. So they don't um, they don't do stupid things as much. They definitely still do because they they are very small plant creatures that do not um, have brains. They don't have they don't have very big brains. I don't know if they have any brains at all. 
I don't know if that's established. They just kind of grow up out of the ground as as seeds. Um, they're they're just little babies. Yeah, maybe they got little baby brains in there, but I couldn't tell you. Um, but it, it, even even past the kind of the wonkiness and the jankiness of that original, um, you know, Nintendo around that time had a a tendency to release a game with a good concept with a just god awful control scheme. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm staring daggers at um at Metroid Prime really because uh, they oh. hadn't figured out how twin stick movement was supposed to work um so they just made up their own <laughs> funky little system yeah we, we, it was we, we basically it. just tank controls um in a a platforming uh exploration based game um, I heard that the re-release was really good Yes, the re-release was very good. Part of the reason the re-release was very good was because they had better controls yeah. <laughs> built in. Um, it's the same exact thing. Actually, there was a re-release of uh, the first two Pikmin games recently as well on the Switch. Uh, Pikmin 1 hmm. plus 2, which the, yeah, th- those of you out there who can do math, you would notice that that's actually the same as Pikmin 3. However, the game Pikmin 1 plus 2 is not the equivalent game. They are, in fact, two completely separate experiences that's just silly yeah it's kind of foolish Mm -hmm. um but (laughs) uh highbrow mathematical humor (laughs) aside um it's once you get past all that it's still a very fun creative game um it was actually inspired by a what it started as was a tech demo for the gamecube um, I'm curious, actually, have you heard of Super Mario 128? I'm not sure how much of a... Um, I have a little bit because I've looked into some of the tech demos that they've run on yeah. some of the older consoles, like the Rubber Ducky that I believe was on the PS2. Um, and or was that the N64? They had like a Rubber Ducky demo that was really cool that I, I would look at every once in a while because it had like some really good water simulation or water mm-hmm. animation for the time. But... uh yeah, I, I, I am familiar with the fact that Pikmin came from a tech demo, but I don't know much about it other than that simple fact. Yeah, there, there's not a not uh, not pardon me, not a lot to know about it. Um, but the I, I was just curious because I don't know how many people that, that's one of those gaming fun facts where I'm never yeah. quite sure, like how how well known it is. Um, I am a very specific like console nerd for like old retro consoles and like repairing yeah. and looking at like their capabilities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I might just be a rare nerd who's like, Oh yeah, I've, I've looked into that. But uh, yeah, I, I did actually, I I have looked into that, but I do think that's a really neat little fact. Yeah. It's um, it, you can actually see. So um, for those of you who don't know, super Mario One Twenty Eight, as it was, I don't even know if that was the official name for it, but that was kind of the, the name that was going around. Um, mm-hmm. It was right around like, when Nintendo was beginning to show off the GameCube and how powerful it was and what it could handle. Um, and uh, of course, off the heels of Super Mario 64, you you multiply that by two and what do you get? You get uh, Super the Mario 128. One. Yeah, exactly. Course, Which yeah. was this this proof of concept with, I believe there were 128, although it may have been a different number, but there was a a high number of little Mario characters running around on the screen. Um, and the the demo went through this the, the um the 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 shape of the area they were in would change and morph and move around and they'd have little objects to interact with and stuff. Um, and the camera would kind of go around and focus on each individual little guy doing what he was doing. Um, and it was it was basically this this proof of how how well the GameCube could handle 
having a lot of different little things with their own fully realized processes going on at one time, uh, which was uh, monumental in that day, back before computers were infinitely powerful yeah. and could do everything all at once. <laughs> yeah. um, this is back when Nintendo still had to prove how cool computers were. Um, and that uh, that concept of having a bunch of little guys running around um, all focused on their own tasks is what eventually grew up into Pikmin. Um, they the the developers of this game um, they they saw that and they thought okay well what's the what's the goal here how do we turn this into like something that you can actually do how do you control them what 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 are the tasks that they're doing and how do you assign them um, and eventually uh, the the game loop came around, came around of them uh, having to be assigned to like move things from one area to another where they have to all group together and pick something up and move it somewhere else. Um, and uh, to hear it said at that point, that is when the the core idea of Pikmin uh, was solidified. They were already mm. working on it before then, but that was the point where the team realized, oh, this is, this is the why, game. yeah, this is what we're doing here. Um, and that's what it turned into, uh, was having neat. all these little guys um, run around and do things and bring things back to base for you. Hell yeah. I wonder if that also had any inspiration for that Mario game where you like use all the little toys. Uh, like the little tiny toy wind up Mario's and you have them like go do stuff. I wonder if um, there's like a uh, further like, branch. It's a DS game. Yeah, like Mario, versus, Mario Donkey versus Donkey Kong toy something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah March, of, March of the Minis, Mini Madness. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm curious I if they had like any, similar, yeah. any shared history in, in that inspiration line. Um, I could not tell you, but yeah, I that's fair. believe it. But uh, just that made me think of both things uh, from Pikmin and you said tiny Mario's running around. I was like, oh, yeah. I know a game of that. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's uh, that's really neat. I yeah. I do want to check out Pikmin. I'm not an RTS person. I don't typically like RTS games, but I do find Pikmin to be kind of a, a unique take on the on the format that I would I would be really interested to check out. Yeah, so that's the thing too. Is I I realized actually in in preparing to talk about it here, because um, I I looked it up and I, was, I didn't really have the words for it because it it doesn't feel like an RTS game really. It's got a very different theme and feel to it than a lot of other uh, real time strategy games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just to double check myself, I kind of took a look at it. I realized. I've never played an RTS game before. <laughs> Pikmin One is straight up no no exaggeration, no no fibbage or anything. The only real time strategy game I have ever played. Hey, um, and you also played like the oldest version of it too, which is yeah, great. Yeah, exactly. You had that experience um, in twenty twenty four. Yeah, <laughs> this nine, uh, 2004 experience. Uh, yeah, two thousand one. Two thousand four okay. was Pikmin two. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> no, you're good. I just I want to be clear. We're we're talking more than or what uh, twenty three years difference between when yeah. it came out and when I finally came around to it. A um, sort of a journey. Yeah, that's uh, unfortunately just how I am as a person. And speaking of how I am as a person, the one thing that I kind of not to say that it made the game worse or or unplayable or anything for me personally, I really tend to shy away from games that have a time limit where there are where you can invest and like a certain amount of time or like a decent chunk of time into like getting a thing done. Um, but then because you didn't do the right things or you didn't do it good enough, you kind of have to start over all the way from the beginning. 
Um, and that is a system that Pikmin has in place. Um, you have 30 okay. days to get everything done. And then within those days, there it's you're running on a real timer. The the daylight will will track and you have a meter up at the top showing you, oh, well, it's almost evening. It's you um when when night comes, the the enemies that run around on the planet you're on, which it turns out in um uh Pikmin two is is confirmed. I think they may hint at it in Pikmin one as well. Um it is Earth that you're on. Yeah. Um, I mean there's you, like Duracell batteries and like other yeah, brand exactly. deals that have been made. Yeah, that all comes around in the the second game. In the first game, you're just picking up ship parts, and then it's in the okay. second game where you're going around picking up treasures. I believe that you realize, oh, these are like batteries and calculators and like cans of beans and things. I need um, me a can of beans. Exactly. Um, but you you realize that you are like one inch tall, and you are commanding these little guys that are like maybe a centimeter tall at best. That's um, great. Yeah. So I I don't. I, I tend to really shy away from games that have that like, oh, time's up. All the time you spent here is 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 wasted and you have to start back over kind of mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, what I did discover is that Pikmin is pretty forgiving. And if you if you kind of pick up the hints that it's giving you and you go through like the, the levels are all pretty well designed to where you kind of understand intuitively where you should be when and what you should be able to do when. Um, so if you follow that with just a little bit of focus, uh, you'll be able to get through it just fine. Nice. Um, and that's coming from someone who usually can't get through that kind of thing just fine, uh, because as soon as I see a timer, I just sort of freeze. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, time trials, they, they either activate something in, in me that just is fiercely competitive, or they make me incredibly anxious, depending on the style of game. I feel like in an RTS, they would, they would make me anxious. But like, if you throw a time trial in a racing game, I'm just like, all right, cool. I got it. I got to be number one. Yeah. And that, that's a different experience as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, but one thing that I will say that, uh, helped kind of smooth that over with me. And also a reason that I think you would really enjoy it as well is just um, all of that is kind of softened by the the presentation of Pikmin. It's very, uh, you, you feel very small, but you never feel like you're on like an alien planet that's hostile towards you. Like I said, um, you you just feel like you're 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 a little guy trying to make your way around. Um, the soundtrack yeah. is very um, calming a lot of the times. Um, it's it's very natural sounding. There's a lot of instruments uh, that are that feel very worldly. Um, and you you feel like you're just out wandering around in nature. Um, and I mean, all the, the creature designs and the I mean, the concept of the Pikmin themselves being little creatures that you grow up out of the ground. Um, yeah. But all the enemies, the level layouts, things like that. It feels like you are just walking around on a a planet um, with these different landforms and these different um, plants and animals, um, the, the flora and fauna and and whatever is is going on here. You're just kind of out exploring and trying to uh, understand and eventually uh, master. Yeah, um, and I, I, it was. It's really just. It's a cute game. Um, on top of everything, not not cute in the way that we tend to talk about here. I know yeah. we, we've talked about a couple games that are very cute because they're like very pastel, um, and, and soft round edges and things like that. Pikmin isn't necessarily like a soft, fluffy, cute game, but yeah. it is. It is a very simple and relaxing. You have uh, little kind of seed game. babies that barely have a brain. Like it's, yeah, it's cute. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I think I 
I would be down to play Pikmin. Uh, I do like the vibes that it gives, but also I think that if I were going to pick up Pikmin, I would probably pick up like three or four and try playing it from there. Uh, I don't imagine that they have like an incredibly heavily connected or in-depth story between them, but I feel like it would have enough of like the sense of scale that I would really, I think I would enjoy a lot more uh, as you were mentioning. And then also a couple of the quality of life improvements. If not, I would pick up like Pikmin one plus two for the switch. Yeah. uh, In fact, I would say if you want to play Pikmin one specifically to kind of get a feel for how the series has evolved, I would Mm -hmm. say Pikmin one plus two on the switch is the way to go. Um, Mm -hmm. in all my looking around. So there was, there's Pikmin one on the GameCube. There was a a, a Wii re-release, Wii Play Control that added um, some of the quality of life features that I talked about here. Um, but then I believe Pikmin 1 plus 2 uh, just as its own cartridge on the Switch. Um, I think it took that even a little bit further um, and is just a, generally speaking uh, a pretty good way to play both of those games. Yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against it. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, I definitely should have also started with, I think, Pikmin 3 or apparently Pikmin 4. I don't I don't remember if this is true or not, but what I've what I've heard is that it completely does away with the um, the the day cycles as far as like having an amount of time where afterwards, oh, it turns to night and you're done. I believe the the timer is not actively running in mm. Pikmin 4. I believe it's just a like you decide that you are done for the day kind of thing. I, let, okay. let me, before I keep talking. Let me double Before check. Before you spread misinformation online publicly on the internet of all places, chest. this article confirms there is no overall time limit in Pikmin Four. Uh, so there you have it. I mean, honestly, that's kind of kind of nice as like a an ease of access thing. But also, I can I can understand being like, all right, cool. I kind of want to be able to uh have that little bit of a limitation to create some pressure and interest because sometimes that that pressure and that like need to continue moving and pushing forward or like moving back or whatever you need to do with within that time period can uh can be very valuable so yeah and and like you said for a lot of people that tends to be more of a motivator uh uh, than a like source of anxiety um Mm -hmm. but because of how my brain is wired i see a timer and i say oh no oh dear oh no um so that's that's just me but i i know as well that as the more pikmin games were made they had more of a like accessibility kind of frame of mind going into it so i i think three and four especially are easier to get into if you have no idea what you're doing uh, than the first two but i still think it's worth going and taking a look at the first one just to kind of see where all these ideas came from and how they started and how it's moved on since then um, and the Pikmin one is a very uh, fun and charming game all on its own. Uh, if I do want to try and check it out, I honestly would probably want to play the GameCube version of it. Yeah. And I would totally find it completely legally and uh-huh. pay the $160 to buy a disc instead of uh-huh. going and finding it for an easier to, to play direction. Yeah. Yeah. Which this game is definitely worth. Yeah. Uh, no. That, that um, money. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And Nintendo definitely gets a, a cut of that, so they they should be very litigious in making sure that the sales of of that old GameCube copy are very well maintained. Yeah, um, sure. uh-huh. But I would, I do definitely want to check this out. I think it would be kind of a fun time to 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 check it out and see see what yeah. it's all about. Also, I do have a GameCube, and I have been wanting to like dust it off and 
crack open like i've got like the og animal crossing disc and stuff like oh, that oh yeah I, i've been wanting to get back in there so Love i might it. do yeah. that i have a uh i actually played this on a wii you know backwards compatibility um mm-hmm. back when that existed in the gaming world uh ps4 is compatible with ps5 like oh, uh, ps5 can take every single ps4 disc but yeah Play- playstation so does back. not exist i've never heard of her she is the only backwards compatible one left buddy <laughs> Yeah, no, I and I I want to say even with it wasn't wasn't like PS3 to PS2 wasn't uh, was wasn't doing it the, or PS4 to PS3 one of them. I I remember there was a period of time where it was like the very just first iteration and yeah. then uh everything beyond that. So like yeah. when the PS3 first came out, the the launch edition could play PS2 games, but the later versions lost the capability cuz they gotcha. the way that they did it is they basically just put a PS2 inside of the PS3 for emulation purposes. I think that's what they did with the the Wii and the GameCube too. I think they basically yeah. just had they the shove same a GameCube hardware. board in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was kind of the same thing for the PS3 and PS2. And then later on, they wanted to make the Slims. They're like, we're just going to take the PS2 out. And they'll make it really <laughs> skinny. And people were like, hey, I like that feature. And like, well, then buy the fat one. Well, like, well, well, I want the skinny is. one. And it's like, all right, well, that sucks. Bye. Yeah, what a bummer. Yeah. Um, anyway, buy our stuff. um no but yeah i I know there's i i'm not very familiar with the the playstation side of things i just know that um backwards compatibility in general is kind of yeah it's things are moving more towards like being able to do whatever you want with digital copies of things on like your pc or game consoles are just turning into pcs with tags inside them that only allow you to play certain software and stuff like that so the emulation scene is really popping off right now and there is like a a vast rise in the availability of like small microchips so hardware emulation is getting to be a thing so instead of like running an emulator on a piece of hardware that isn't built for it you can just basically no I, I've never tried. I, I've heard it, it it can cause some like artifacting and stuff like that. And some games don't behave super well. So people are like making boards that plug directly into computers that are basically it is a DS that you're running your game on and then exporting that to the video card on your PC instead of it being run on the PC and exported out. So you're, you're running it on quote unquote native hardware yeah. because it's the same structure. It's really neat. There's, there's a lot going on in hardware emulation that I'm, I'm very excited for. Yeah. Well, um, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't know because I've never emulated anything and it's just not worth it to, to do so because every game should be played, uh, obtained uh, super legally and played on the original console. Uh, it was built for uh, without any sort of um, kerfuffle. Agreed. Um, and that's um, my stance, and I'll stick by it until yeah. the cops leave. <laughs> get out of here, narcs. Yeah, um, get out of here. Um, and as soon as the cops leave, I'm going to go back to playing Pikmin on my uh, on my Wii GameCube. Hell um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's genuinely uh, to to circle back to uh, the, the Pikmin game we were talking about before. I don't know. We mild we, tangent we, happened. We had our, our hardware corner. Uh, over here um but yeah it's it, i mean again like the hardware of of what's going on here is tied to like why pikmin exists so it's it's just a very interesting conversation yeah, all around for um, sure so yeah I, I genuinely think you should you play this game uh anyone who who has the chance to to kind of see um how this this very unique slice of of gaming history uh works 
Yeah, and I'm sure quite a bit has come from the inspiration that Pikmin has given quite a few people. I, I've seen a couple of games recently. Uh, Tinykin, I believe, is one yes. that has like some pretty heavy Pikmin inspiration. Yeah, so I believe I'm, it's like a spiritual successor type beat. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to to check out Pikmin more so that I can get a better idea for some of these these things that were inspired by it. So yeah, yeah it's definitely like a, a nice little cornerstone that had a, a pretty heavy grip on a lot of people I know. So I want to give it a shot. I want to see what it's all about. Yeah, for sure. Um, and for the rest of you listening, uh, thank you so much for doing that. And I'm going to blow my little whistle that commands you all to go over to our Twitter page um, and press a little uh, C stick uh, direction that makes you all line up in information uh, to hit the like button on each and every one of our posts. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, even even if you can't hear the whistle and you're not as suggestible as a, a tiny seed creature, um, come check us out at uh, YSPDG underscore pod. Um, and uh, we uh, this this game, actually, one of the reasons I finally sat down and played it was uh, we had a listener uh, reach out and ask, hey, can you talk about this game? Uh, and I'm very yeah. glad that they did because I had a delightful time uh, finally finally learning what a Pikmin is. <laughs> I just know that there's a silly little guy. That's all I need to know. Yeah. Um, oh, but no, yeah. I know actually quite a bit more, honestly. Thanks to, yeah, exactly. thanks to that, that commenter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, but I, uh, again, it's one of those games where I wouldn't have played it otherwise. And in fact, I never, I still don't think I'm ever going to play another RTS game again in my life outside of this <laughs> series. Um, that could change. I'm I'm trying to broaden my taste here, but I'll get you into um, StarCraft. Don't worry about it. I, I, like uh, I don't know why I said that. Kicking and screaming. Um, <laughs> but um, for for the rest of you all, while I get bullied into playing StarCraft, uh, you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Uh, and I've been James. I've been Allison. And we'll uh, see you all later. Bye. <laughs>